Hey y'all, I know you have been missing the one chief God in the podcast. My name is Momo, and I'm here to let you know why um, one chief God have not been making podcasts at the moment. Right now, at the moment, the one chief God is locked up and fighting a case. And right now, we just ask that you send a lot of prayers, a lot of encouragement through this fight. And tonight's podcast is about us in our community, us black folks. And me personally, what I see through my day-to-day, with if, even if it's shopping, if not shopping, going to doctor's offices, taking care of business, and even mostly, mostly part driving. Now, in Detroit, I hear a lot of people who come from out of town say, Detroiters, we drive crazy, and we speed. In which, in, in which, in fact, it is true. A lot of us, we do speed, and we don't understand the endangerment that endangers a lot of people. And wonder us speeding and causing accidents and all this that and the third is the reason why Michigan is one of those states that have a high auto insurance. Because they have to cover a lot of stuff. Because a lot of people, when they drive, they drive on impulse. And they act like they're the only ones on the road. And anybody who's a driver or is good at driving know that you have to be a defensive driver. Because you have to anticipate the person in front of you and the person behind you. Especially driving in Detroit. Because a lot of people like to do last minute things. Or... They be texting and driving. Or they be talking and driving. And these be the type of people who can't even walk and chew bubblegum. But for the people who can walk and chew bubblegum and multitask and still get the task task done and do it safely, they endanger us. And that's not okay. And then us in our community, a lot of black people are selfish. They want what they want, when they want it, there's no compromise, in which that's understandable. You know, that part is understandable, but at the end of the day, how the world runs is everything has a compromise. Even in relationships, compromise. That's why you have a lot of people out here who are single, because a lot of people don't understand the word of compromise. That doesn't mean, oh, you're bringing yourself down. It doesn't mean, oh, you're being weak. No, that means you understand the person that you're with. And you understand that, okay, we have to have some compromise. Even with our families. We all know everybody isn't perfect. We live on this earth. We deal with this government. And we know people are not perfect. But a lot of black people are very judgmental. Prime example. When you go to church... And it could be a church that you've gone to for many, 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 many years. They've known you since you was a kid all the way to adulthood. So now you're a mother, wife, husband, daddy, all of that. And they know you and they still judge you. And us as black people, we do do a lot of judgment. But then we get mad when someone judge us. And one thing I can say is if we get rid of all the criticism and the judgment and come together and understand that we are not all perfect.
and we need to come together and support our community so the government can stop attacking us by locking up people, giving them high bonds that you already know can't nobody come up with that money for real just so they could fit their quota. And then the conditions that they put our loved ones in when they're locked up. It's not okay. It's like a new wave of slavery. You can Google, you can look, you can look at documentaries. The most people that are locked up, no offense to any other race, are African Americans. And it's a shame. And then there's a lot of a lot of them who are innocent. And they have to fight these big cases. And then they have to wonder what they're going to try to pull, what try to what try to what kind of rabbit tricks they're going to try to pull to co- co- make make you have to be in that place longer than you have to be. Or even where you shouldn't be. We have plenty of prime, we have many of prime examples of police brutality. We have plenty of cases of people that fought their case to the end and come out victorious and shown like, look, I told you you didn't believe me and you treated me this way and that's not right. And like in this country, if you don't have the money then you got to sit in that thing. And that's not right. When you read the Constitution, the Constitution tells you that the bond it should be set on affordability of the person and their income. But when you look at cases and you look at their bonds and then you know the person personally, it don't match, it don't match up. It don't add up. And then you look at the cut. Then you look at the case and what they're being charged and it break your heart when you know when you physically, spiritually, mentally know what is being done isn't true. And right now with the one chief God, that's what is going on. And we're fighting this battle. And we can use all the prayer warriors. We can use everybody who send good wishes. Now, the one chief guy has been locked up since October. We're in December now. And I'm making this podcast because we're coming closer and closer to the court date. And we need a lot of prayer warriors. And I'm making this podcast because (coughs) in the same breath as I'm talking about what's going on with the one chief guy. This can happen to one of your loved ones. This world is unpredictable. And being, I don't know if I want to say African American because we're melanated. Being a melanated people is a big attack on us across the board. Across the board. It's an attack of us being melanated people. And we see, and and this is what this is what make me just look at certain black people. They talk that good talk, and they talk about how they care, and they talk about how they'll be there. 
And they talk about, oh, I'm going to be a ride or die to the end. Whatever you go through, I'll be there for you. And I see so many people, and I heard so many people, oh, they locked up. What they going to do? I'm going to live my life. I got to move on. I got to do this. I got to do that. But you're the same person who sat up here and said, I will be down through anything. Anything. So now you have to look at those certain people like your loyalty is flawed. Because if I go through anything, guess what? Now is now is um circumstances. Oh, I'm there for you to a point. Oh, I'm there for you, but now you facing this. No, you have to be down when you give that word to somebody and say you're there. And you're 100% there and you're 100% down. It don't matter what people say to you. You're going to try your best, your honest best, to be there because you want someone to be there for you. But we're quick not to even be there for the people we say we arrive with, we die with. And then we judge the people like me who you close to me and I care for you. And I consider you family. It don't matter what you go through. I'm going to be there. Period. We could argue. We could fuss. We could fight. But I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that we fight together and get through. And what, what aggravates me is we, us as a community, is not too many people that think like me. There's not, it's not a lot of people who would be like, you know what? I can't just let you go through this by yourself. That's why I go back to my point before. There's a lot of selfish, melanated people. And then we cry and talk about how we got to come together. And we hear about police, police brutality and what they done. But if us as a community were stronger... Honestly, if we were stronger, there will that wouldn't be an issue. That would not be an issue. And then what what hurts me the most is when you're going through something and you go and get in contact with someone who is family close to you, real close to you, you ask for certain advice even though you know you already gonna hold it down regardless of what someone tell you. But for them to be like, oh, take it as a blessing and for you to move on. No. You don't get blessed by turning your back on anyone who needs you at that moment. If it's health-wise, dealing with jail time, anything. And I'm trying not to cry during this podcast because I should have been did the podcast. But it's hard for me to talk about it without giving out too much information. And I know I'm kind of all over the place. This is my first time doing a podcast. And I wanted to give y'all some content. And I will be on here and I will be talking about certain topics that me and the one chief guy talk about. And want y'all opinions, you know, share the podcast support everything 
Because us and melanated people, we have to start supporting our own first. Period. We have to start supporting our own for first. We can't expect another race to do it for us. Because at the end of the day, they don't give a damn for real. Because they not have walked in our shoes. They have not seen the pain. They have not gone through what we have gone through as being melanated people. <coughs> and we can have, I've heard people have arguments all the time. And one thing about us being melanated people, we have to stop playing victim all the time. Now, in some cases, in some instances, oh, yeah, right on point. You were a target. But in some cases, when you hear certain stories, I'm not going to say stories. When you hear people talk about certain situations they've been in and been through, and you hear how they talk and, what, and, and, and you listen to what they say, you get, to, you get thinking like, well, if you didn't put yourself in that situation, it would never happen. But then you have to look at that for face value and be like, sometimes situations just happen to you. And then you respond with the best response that you think that you know best. And no, I came across a few melanated people that they could own up to that part of what they did in the situation. They could own up to that part. They can stand strong. And then you come across a lot of people who talk about what happened to them but when you get to asking well what did you do or then what did you do to contribute to the situation oh no they don't have no answers for that they want to stop talking they start arguing with you that's not gonna help us as a people we have to start healing within and with the healing will come strength and the strength will come so strong and by the multitude that the fight that we fighting will finally be on top. And that's one of the goals and dreams I have for us as being melanated people. We have to start being selfless and not selfish. We have enough of that. We need to have less drama and more positive and open conversation, less judgment, more understanding. Because we all, as a people, go through things and go through stuff. And the majority of the time, we just need an understanding of someone to be strong and be like, you got me. And I'm here. And I'm going to do everything in my power. We don't have that many people like that no more. Because everybody is stuck in this new age stuff. And computers. And phones. And, and just a whole bunch of distractions. That we can't even focus on. What is being done to us. And the plan that the upper ups have on us because we're too busy thinking about the other things we're not even thinking about what's happening to us as a people 
and how they just block they just block any of us up for no reason. Any. My bad, I had to get a sip of water. My mouth is dry. We need to do better, period. If we ever expect to see it change, if we want to honor our ancestors and let them know they didn't die in vain, and that we're pushing on a legacy to our greatness, and staying as humble as we can, and staying as humble as we are. We have to do better. We have to stop with the pettiness and the drama. We all seen clips and TV shows about and dealing with majority of melanated people, African American for example. <coughs> and they categorize us based on how these people portray us in front of the camera. But we still fight like, oh, that's my girl, this, that, and the third. But how she's representing us is not showing that she's for us. How these, how some of these black people that us, that some analyze. And don't get me wrong, I was one of those people I was lost. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not like none of them people you will see on TV. Because the one problem is, there's too much drama. And they put themselves in the drama. And then cry about it because they put themselves in that drama. And I'm talking especially to us females. The ones who be like, oh, I want to be a mom and a mother and I want to be a wife and be a hold it down. But you, that's your goal. That's what you see yourself as. But you still out here scheming and scamming and doing bullshit. You out here doing petty stuff, worrying about how you look and you got a baby. You ain't even really worried about your baby. You worried about what you got going on. And I see too many women with children and the way that some of them out here talk to their children is like damn I see why it's hard for us as black people or melanated people to move forward because the people we are supposed to look up to who who groom us into the adult that we should be and help and support our dreams and stuff like that. Half of them don't give that because we got babies giving birth to babies. And even when you say, yeah, I'm grown, I'm 25. Yeah, you may be 25 on paper. But your mindset is still stuck in you being 16. And don't know what to do with yourself. We need more queens. We need more goddesses. We need more kings. We need more gods. We need more prophets. We need all the positive for our community so we could progress. And what hurts me the most is the one chief guy feel the same way. But dealing with too many fuck motherfuckers who may put on a facade because it may be cool. Like, for example, the Black Lives Matter movement. 
Now, from certain research I have seen and videos I have heard and receipts I have seen, how can you call yourself a Black Lives Matter movement? But the person who is the front head of the Black Lives Matter movement is not black. Now, please explain that to me. For example, we had the Black Panthers. And when we had the Black Panthers, who ran that? It was us. It was like FUBU. For us, by us. That's how the Black Panther Party was. But the one thing I had to realize is the government ain't going to try to see another Black Panther Party pop off. Because they remember how the first one was. And then they know that a lot of us millionaire people, we not having that. We not playing that shit. It is not okay. And it hurts because it's too many of us behind the walls. Too many of us behind the walls. Do you hear me? Too many of us behind the walls. And their cases get blown out of proportion. And I'm not supposed to sit back and be upset by that. I was supposed to sit back and no. Hell no. We need more people to stop being comfortable. We're it's a full blown out war against us as being melanated African American, however you want to identify yourself being from in United States of America across the globe. We all share the same problems and issues in different ways. And we really need to go back to the old ways where we work with our people and, and help them get through. Because that is the right thing to do. Because if you were in some in those shoes where you had to go to that place, you would want someone to do that for you too. And what upsets me the most is I didn't the type of job I have. I interact with the uh. I inter interact with the public. And one thing the one chief guy helped me realize and understand and get a better understanding is energy. <coughs> and what kind of energy people pull off. And then wonder why certain situations happen the way they happen. But never realize what kind of energy they pull off and put out. I was one of them people who was just out here just living, wasn't paying attention to none of that. But then one day, I started feeling some type of way and I started paying attention to stuff that 
it was like, dang, the energy is off. We all have things that happened to us in the past where we go to gatherings and you hear from the outside everything bumping, laughing, everybody having fun, a good time, and then you walk through the door and then it's just like a dark cloud and you you just feel heavy. Like, dang, I know without a simple doubt y'all was just talking about me. And uh, you surprised I pulled up at this moment. A lot of us as melanated people now, when I say us, I'm saying us as a whole, not specifying myself or anyone else. I'm just, I'm saying as a whole of us being accountable for what we do and how we put out certain things. We want to be strong for each other and help uplift and build with each other. But we can't even do that with our own families. People that share the same blood with you or however what makes your family. We can't even help heal within our family. But we want to have peace and understanding and respect. I will go ahead and get off this podcast. I will definitely be back soon with another one. And my name is Momo. I will be filling in for the one chief God until the one chief God come home. And if you have any requests, any topics that you would like me to talk on, you can always send them to Instagram, the one chief God, or the podcast, the one chief God. And leave a comment and a message to let me know what you want me to talk about. And what would you like to hear on a conversation? <coughs> I want to say good night. And I hope that this podcast will help wake up a lot more of our people so we can be out and be strong and not sleep and comfortable. So I say good night, y'all. Y'all have a good one. What?